Good day, you bloody champs. Hope you're terrific. Welcome to another installment of You Know What? Me. Hope you're awesome. Doing your best. Living your best life. Having a crack. So I talk a lot on this show about thinking about thinking. Talk about metacognition, that idea of thinking about how we think and why we think the way we do and where does that come from? Why are my stories my stories? Why do I think this way? Why do I respond this way? Why do I think and then feel a certain way and then think and feel and then act a certain way? What's the genesis for that? What's the state of my mind? Is my mind a healthy place to be? Is my mind an unhealthy place? Is it calm? Is it chaotic? Is it a bit of both? Is it peaks and troughs? What is my mind? Can I manage my mind? I kind of feel that our mind, for me, I see the mind as almost like the epicenter of our human experience. It's where feelings are processed and stories are told and data is interpreted and meaning is given the external interpretation of the external world. There's you and me. We have this kind of cognitive, emotional, human a decoding system that tries to make sense of everything that's happening within us and without us and to us and around us and because of us and despite us. And it's obvious and apparent to me that while there is a certain genetic component to how I think, maybe 20 or 30%, they guess when I say they, you know, the smart people, the scientists, the researchers, it's it, and it's not the I, I think it's not the same for everyone. I think that percentage varies. I think there's a certain component of just DNA factor that just means I am a my personality is a kind of a certain way. I'm predisposed to not only physically be a certain way, but cognitively and emotionally. And I can't do anything about that. That's just there. Just like I can't go. Well, I'm five foot ten. If I try real hard, I might be six foot three. No, I'm just five ten. That's genetics. And so, too, there's a certain component of or a certain element of what we can do and what we can't do within the context of cognition and thinking and how our mind works. And so what I want to talk to you about is the other stuff, the non-2030, the kind of 70 80% of us managing our mind and us working to understand our mind and then optimize our mind or at the very least do better with our mind than we are currently doing. My challenge, I think my greatest challenge in my life has always been managing my mind. Even when you talk about, oh, yeah, but you were a fat kid and you ate too much food and you were obese and that, yeah, yep. Even in the context of that, my challenge was not managing my body as, as much as it was managing my body, my mind, I should say, my mind around my choices, my lifestyle choices, my exercise choices, my food choices. I didn't accidentally eat cheesecake. I chose it. That's a mind thing. I didn't accidentally not go for a run. I chose not to go for a run. That's a mind thing. I didn't accidentally have a lifestyle that wasn't consistent with optimal living or health or wellness or performance. That was a byproduct of a multitude of things, but probably the main thing was me, uh, my mind and my choices. And so considering that we are in many ways cognitively, uh, you know, in thought-wise, that is cognition is essentially thinking. We are cognitively a byproduct of 
the people that we hang around, the things that we read, the ideas that we expose ourselves to, the social media that we inhale, we are constantly feeding our mind. And when you think about your mind in comparison to, or the analogy would be to your body. So, of course, we feed our body on a regular basis. Of course we do. We put stuff in our body, call that feeding, we call that consumption, we call that eating. Well, so too, we're always feeding our mind. We're always putting stuff in our mind. We're always consuming data. We're always consuming other people and their ideas and thoughts and stories and energy. We're always consuming podcasts or books or newspapers or media or social media or someone's philosophy or ideology or someone's rant or someone's uh, misleading information or we're consuming branding and marketing and sales pitches and consuming that with information and data and science. And then we believe that and then we run with that and we've been fed bullshit and now we're speaking bullshit or believing bullshit. And so the, the challenge for us is to have this level of awareness around what we are putting in our mind. What am I exposing my mind to? What am I, literally, what am I feeding my mind? What am I putting in there? And is the stuff that I'm putting in my mind helping me or hindering me? Does it elevate me? Does it bring me down? Does it make me better? Does it make me worse? How do I optimize my mind? How do I optimize my cognitive ability? I'm not talking about brain function here, separate. They're, they're intertwined to an extent, but I'm talking purely here just about the psychological. I'm talking about the cognitive. I'm talking about how can I manage my mind? How can I improve the quality of my thinking? Because when I improve the quality of my thinking, I improve my health. I improve my emotional health, my psychological health or mental health, and I even improve my physical health because when my mind is a healthier place, when I am more positive, I'm not talking about being unrealistic and having our head in the sand. I'm just talking about when I'm more solution-focused. Yes, I'm problem-aware, but I'm solution-focused. When I am in that more positive headspace, there is a physiological, there's an emotional, but there's also a physiological cons consequence to that is my immune system's better. My mind works better. I mean, I'm exposing myself to great things. I'm listening to information that is interesting, fascinating, and uplifting. I'm listening to people who drag me up, not down. I'm not watching the equivalent of McDonald's and Hungry Jacks and Subway on TV. I'm not just feeding my mind a junk food diet of bullshit and fuckwits talking about bullshit on television and then sitting mindlessly on the couch inhaling all of this toxic cognitive garbage which fucks with my head, which fucks with my thinking, with which fucks with my emotions, which actually limits me. Perhaps I'm going to expose myself to things that might help me be a better human. Maybe I will read some books that will help me understand me help me understand how my body works, how my mind works, how my brain works. 
Maybe I'll become a lifelong learner. Maybe I'll go back and I will feed my mind um, via uh, an, an academic journey. It could be that we do a barista course. It could be that we do a bloody course at TAFE. It could be anything all the way up to whatever, a university degree or beyond. But what am I paying attention to? What has my attention? Because what has your attention, that is your cognitive diet. Wherever your mind is, that's what you're feeding it. If you are focused on negativity, if you are focused on psychological junk food, you can't assume that you'll somehow have a healthy mind producing healthy outcomes and healthy experiences. What ideas are you exposing yourself to? Who do you listen to? One of my one of my main goals with this podcast, apart from the fact that I need to make a few bucks, but let's just put that aside as a of course it's it's a commercial entity, but in terms of just my personal goals, what I want through this is I want people to have a place in inverted commas, a figurative place that they can come to where they can listen to things like this, where you can listen to things like this, where I clumsily, because I'm clumsy today, I haven't planned this, I don't have notes, but I can clumsily prompt you to think about how you think. And even just opening the door on this idea of, oh, wow, I don't have to think this way. I can ask better questions. I can shift what I am focused on. I can move from a negative to a positive space Consciously, I can do that. I can think critically. That is not critically of others. I can think critically, meaning I can think for myself rather than just think in the way that I've been trained and programmed. I can become aware of my programming. I can become self-aware. I can realize that the way that my mind works, that my beliefs and my ideas and my thinking and my stories are not my own. They're just a byproduct of the influences. Everything that you and I listen to, everything that you and I watch, everything that you and I read, everything that you and I expose ourselves to influences the way that our mind works. It influences our beliefs. It influences our thinking. And then subsequently influences our choices and behaviors and outcomes. And many of you, I know because you tell me, are overthinkers. Many of you are riddled with imposter syndrome and self-doubt. Many of you struggle. Many of you struggle mentally and emotionally. And that doesn't make you bad or flawed or weak. That makes you very human. But we don't, we don't have to wait for somebody to come and fix us. Nobody's going to come and fix us. We don't all need medication. Some of us do. Some of us need anti-anxiety drugs or antidepressive drugs, anti-depression drugs and antidepressants, I should say. And some of us need to be met. I get that. But also, but also we are incredibly powerful. We can self-regulate as well. I can decide what I feed my mind. You can listen to not just me. Hopefully, there's some value in listening to me. I don't have all the answers, of course. I'm not recommending or, or personally prescribing anything or dictating anything other than I'm suggesting that you think about how you think. I'm, I'm suggesting that you consider what it is that you are exposing your mind to. 
I'm I'm uh, I'm suggesting that you think about how your cognitive diet is shaping the quality of your life, the quality of your conversations, uh, how it's influencing your emotional state moment to moment. Are you exposing yourself to thoughts and ideas and programs and books and podcasts and media and social media and people who inspire you and maybe educate you or inform you or at the very least entertain you? Not everything needs to be cognitively enhancing. But ironically, when we listen to something that isn't perhaps super informative or educational, but it just makes us laugh our ass off, that is cognitively enhancing <laughs> because we're producing happy hormones. We're producing hormones which are great for our brain, which is in turn great for our thinking. Laughing is great. Fun is great. Living in alignment is great. It is great for your mind. Getting clear about what your values are. Think about that. If you want to think about something, what are my values? What are the things that are really important to me? Not what do other people think they should be. Not what do other th people think I should believe or do. But what do I believe? What matters to me? What matters to me? And in terms of what matters to me, in terms of my values, are my choices and behaviours aligned with those? Because when my lifestyle or my behaviour or my relationships or the way that I communicate with other humans or the way that I do work or the way that I do fitness and health or the way that I self-manage, when all of that stuff is aligned with my values, then now I'm in a good place, not just physically and emotionally, but also cognitively and probably also socially. And so the ever-present challenge, I, I think the biggest challenge for humans, period, is to manage our mind. I think it's the it's the biggest variable um, for us living in relative first world luxury, I should say. That's my little asterisk. For people who are living in very, 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 very hard conditions, it's a lot bigger than just this. But for most of us who are listening to podcasts and conversations like this, most of us have a relatively a relatively safe existence and a relatively comfortable existence. I'm acknowledging that not everybody does. So I didn't want today to be long, so I will end it there. I just want you to think about what are you feeding your mind because what you feed your mind affects your mental health, affects your emotional health, and actually affects your physical health and your overall life quality and your overall life experience. Love your collective gutses. See you tomorrow.